Hello, beautiful people. I am so happy to be back here with you. Today, we are going to be talking about why we resist rest. Why we resist and why it becomes so hard sometimes to take the time away that we need to, to prioritize our own health and well-being, and to basically just create a little bit more space for ourselves to be human in our own lives. I am so thankful for you for being here and for listening to this episode with me. You are listening to Is It Me or Is It Them? And I'm your host, April Boyd. This is a podcast for those of you who want to take responsibility for your half of your relationships and how you show up in your life, but are tired of trying to clean up the mess on other people's side of the yard. This is for you if you want to be able to start showing up and speaking up with even more confidence, kindness, and courage in your lives, in your relationships, in moments of conflict, and invitations for connection, whether you're talking to the ones that you love or are dealing with the ones who are driving you crazy. I'm a psychotherapist, relationship expert, and life coach, and today I am back after taking my own break from this podcast and from some other parts of my work that I do. And it was not exactly a planned break. It kind of just happened. And initially, I felt myself feeling this really big tension between, on one hand, having the desire to, you know, really move forward with some of my other things that I want to create, some of my other things that I want to offer, all the ideas that I have in my brain right now, and also this need and desire to kind of do nothing at all. And I ended up just really letting myself step back and pay attention to this conflict within my system without really necessarily needing to make a decision on that or to figure it out or do anything with it. And in that space of stepping back, I was able to realize, oh my goodness, no wonder my system is craving rest right now. I have just completed our third round of the Reset Your Mindset experience, which was so amazing and also takes up a lot of space and a lot of hours in my week. So, you know, I had been carrying that and which again, this is this interesting thing to notice. Even the things that feel really good for you and that are a full-hearted yes still add weight to your plate. And so I recognized that I had been, you know, probably tired from that completion time of of that program. And also that around the same time that Reset Your Mindset had started, I had also begun a breathwork facilitator training program. And I had started both of these things when I was in a zone of just feeling so lit up, so ready to go, so in that place of having a lot that I wanted to put out there and a lot that I wanted to lean into. And both of these programs, the one that I was leading and offering myself and the one that I was a student in, felt amazing. And also, as is often the case, really took up a lot more of my time and energy than I had necessarily been anticipating. And so at the end of the Reset Your Mindset group, I was like, ah, okay, of course my system is craving more downtime. I've had a lot of energy going out. 
But as I, you know, stepped back and allowed myself to just move at my own natural rhythm, it got me thinking a lot and noticing a lot about how we really resist rest. Our system often really fights us when we're looking at the idea of taking time to recharge our own batteries or taking time to heal or taking time out. And one of the things that's really helpful for me to think about in those moments is what is the season that you are in? What is the season that you are in? And so there's times where we might be in the season of summer, lots of ideas, lots of energy. You just want to get out there and be doing all the things. And there's other times where we might be in the season of winter, of hibernation, of just being quiet and comfy, cozy at home, of going inward. And it's so helpful for me to think about this just in terms of seasons because we are natural beings. And so, of course, our bodies and our systems and our brains also go through the flux of different seasons. And so for me, this was helpful to realize, ah, okay, I'm just really in a bit of a winter right now. This winter in the midst of summer, this time of rest, this time of inward, this time of my world suddenly becoming smaller. And that was just what I needed. And it also really got me thinking about all of these little habits of how this resistance to rest shows up for us. And tell me if you can relate to this. So do you ever find yourself kind of thinking, ah, okay, I need a break. I need to get out and go for a walk. I need a change of scenery. But instead of getting up and putting your shoes on, you end up just sitting back down on the couch and scrolling through your phone for, you know, another 20 minutes and losing that opportunity, that window of time that you could have maybe gone out and got some fresh air. Or maybe you find yourself thinking, you know, I'd really love to, I so know that I would need just a quick nap. But instead of actually going and tucking yourself in, you walk through the kitchen one more time, realize that there's some dishes that need done, and you end up doing more work instead of actually taking more rest. How many times in any given week have you noticed yourself leaning in or pushing yourself to do more instead of giving yourself full permission to do less? I think this is probably really automatic for most of us. It's certainly automatic for me. And how could it not be? When we think about the fact that we live and have been raised in a culture that values productivity above all else, especially if you're from North America, (laughs) right? We are raised in a culture that tells us that being a good person means being a busy person. How many times do you talk to somebody and you say, hey, how are you? And their answer is busy. I've really worked at breaking the habit of saying that. One, because it's just annoying. (laughs) And two, it just maintains this 
narrative, this unhelpful, limiting narrative and story in our lives that says that we're just supposed to live on this hamster wheel, that being busy and overtaxed and overdrawn is really the normal, respectable thing to be. I really love Liz Gilbert's idea that being a relaxed woman is such an incredible goal. How many relaxed women do you really know? And isn't it so interesting to think about why is that? Why is most of the women that we know anxious, burnt out, doing too much, juggling a million things? right? It's interesting to just notice. And so when we look at this, it's a radical act to begin to step out of this cultural narrative that says that being a good person, being a nice person means being needless. Being a nice friend means constantly being self-sacrificing. Being a good family member means being constantly available. And one of the rules that I set up for myself is I do not require myself to instantly respond to any message or any email or phone call that comes my way. Because I really love this idea that even though, you know, I love technology so much, I'm grateful for technology and all that it offers. And I want it to be a tool for me, not a constraint for me. And so one of the ways that I try to create that different kind of relationship for myself with technology is to set up these little guidelines and rules for myself. I do not have to automatically respond. So just because I'm technically available 24-7, because somebody might have my phone number, right? Just because I'm accessible does not actually mean I'm available. Available really means I'm in the right mind space to respond. I have the energy to respond and I have the energy to really focus and pour into whatever that conversation or interaction is that I'm going to have. And that we are really the guardians and the owners of our own energy. That's not up for other people to know or be able to predict whether now's a good time to contact us or not. So for me, people in my personal life, you know, really come to realize I might respond right away or I might not respond for a few days. And it's not because I don't love you or don't value these relationships. It's because... Well, what I want to say there is because I'm a busy woman, (laughs) but notice how even that instinct, even in this moment, is to justify my need for space with a defense of I'm so busy. When the truth is, I'm just really trying to be very conscious and I'm trying to take care of myself in the best way possible to be able to have the energy that I need to have to do all the things that I want to do. And that's not actually possible to live in that zone of having the energy to be able to do all the things that I want to if I'm just leaking energy all over the place, if I'm just allowing everyone and anyone to grab pieces of me. Notice how that's very different. And so just check in with yourself. 
what does that look like for you? And when we look at the idea how this ties into boundaries, I really love this idea, and I think it comes from Marie Forleo, that your no is what makes room for a yes. And in the Resetter Mindset program, one of the things that we began with was really looking at what is it you're wanting for yourself, right? So why are you here? What is this change that you're seeking? What is this transformation that you're wanting to experience? And what does that look like? So when you get the changes that you want, who is that woman that you are now? How does she operate? How does she spend her time? Who does she spend her time with? What does her life look like on an hour-by-hour moment? And when we start to really dig into these questions, you know, the next kind of thing that I guide people through is really getting very honest with yourself about looking at your calendar, looking at where you're putting your time, looking at where you are treating your own energy and resources of time recklessly, and essentially operating with this idea that this higher version of you, your happiest, healthiest, best version of you, somehow should just be able to walk into your life and overtake the whole system. Which is very different than starting to create the structures and systems that support the woman that you want to be. And for me, one of the things that I've really learned that I need to be able to do that is some white space in my calendar. Because I love what I do, because I have a hundred things that I'm passionate about and, you know, a hundred other responsibilities in my life, I can end up with calendars in the past that are really chocked full, right? Where like every day I've got a whole bunch of stuff scheduled. And it's partly because of that idea at the time, it felt like a full yes for me right? Do I want to do this? Yes, that sounds great. But I wasn't necessarily stepping back and looking at how all of these yeses created an overflowing schedule. And I know I've come to learn for my own self that I can't create at my best, operate at my best, serve at my best when I'm running from appointment to appointment to appointment when I'm running from this to-do item to that to-do item, right? And so I've been learning to really respect this almost culturally shamed, pushed back concept of downtime, white space, rest, rest. So what does that look like for you? And when we had this discussion in the Reset Your Mindset group, one of the women brought up a point that I was so glad that she did because I've heard it in so many other conversations as well, but she just articulated it so beautifully. And she said, but isn't it actually a little bit selfish to be putting your own needs first and be saying that, you know, my needs matter more than the other people around me? And This is kind of the message that society tells us, especially as women, that if we are thinking of ourselves, then that means that we are being selfish. 
And for me, the remedy for this, the check-in for this, is knowing that my truth is I'm interested in win-win relationships, in win-win interactions where I get to have my needs met and so does the other person as well. I get to feel good and so do they. And I think this is a really big shift from what I used to do in the past and from what I've certainly heard from many, 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 many people that they do as well is they get stuck instead into, I will take care of your needs and just push mine aside. I will make sure that you're okay and just deny myself what I need to be okay. And this is an old broken idea. Now, unless we're talking about those moments when truly you're in a caregiver position for your children or somebody that needs you in that way, of course, there's going to be times where you're putting their needs above your own, right? Your need for a nap might come second to, you know, their need for lunch, right? So, of course, there's going to be those moments, but I think especially for people who are parenting or in a caregiving role, It becomes easy to equate every moment when you could be giving to somebody else as a moment when you should be giving to somebody else. Because those are two very different things. Just because you could be giving in this moment doesn't mean you should be. Doesn't mean that it's actually required. And so being able to think a little bit mindfully and a little bit critically, is this a moment when this person actually needs me and I'm taking something away from them if I'm choosing to use this time to restore my own self or my own system? And I think what we often find when we start to ask ourselves that question is there's a lot of moments in the day that the other person is fine. And it's completely okay for you to take a few minutes for yourself. The problem is, is that we don't often give ourselves permission to do that. And this is why I say it is a radical act to allow yourself to rest or recharge. And I believe that when we do this, it actually is of great service to the people around you. When you allow your own self to feel good, when you fill your own cup, there's more to pour from. That's just the basic truth of it, right? It's like that quote that we see on Instagram, you can't pour from an empty cup. And it's so true. And you all know those moments that you've had in relationship where you're pouring, 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 and eventually your cup is kind of empty. And what does that look like? It looks like conflict. It looks like you hit a wall and suddenly something that would have been totally fine yesterday is now completely intolerable this day, right? That's where the problems and conflict come. So this radical act of saying your needs matter, your health matters, your wellness matters, your right to some free time and white space in your day or your week matters. 
Notice what it feels like just to let yourself settle into that a little bit. And I really believe in this idea that if we do not allow our systems to rest, your system will take a day of rest at a time where it's going to be much less convenient for you, right? This is often how illness happens, right? When we're pushing ourselves too far, pushing, 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 eventually your body will stop you. So let's stop pushing ourselves to the point of exhaustion, to the point of conflict, to the point of upset or illness. And let's practice conscious recharging, conscious cup filling. So my questions for you to consider are what are the signals that you need a break? I know that one of my signals that I need a break is I end up in my kitchen. (laughs) And so what I realize is during these times that I've possibly shifted into overworking, I end up in my kitchen suddenly looking for a snack. (laughs) And I realize that I'm looking for a snack when what I actually need is a break. And of course this makes sense, right? If you're going to push your body to keep going, it's going to want more fuel to do that. And it's kind of like getting the second choice because I can't actually get the high quality nourishment of rest that I need. Then the body's going to seek out the less valuable, less nourishing second choice of food potentially in that moment. If you're like me where your body snacks instead of resting. So just notice What are your own signals that you need a break? So I've come to recognize when I'm entering into my kitchen, ah, okay, here's a time where I should actually probably get away from my computer and get out for a walk. Or maybe I'm done for today, right? To just kind of practice and notice, have I moved into that zone of pushing and efforting too hard? My next question for you is, do you currently have the structures to support the woman that you want to be and the life that you want to live? Or are you just expecting some future, happier, healthier version of you (laughs) to somehow step into your current life and overtake the whole system? What systems and structures could you do yourself a favor by implementing? What do you need? You might also want to check out a previous episode of this podcast called How to Cancel with Kindness because I think it can be a really beautiful and powerful thing to give yourself permission to opt out and change your mind when needed. So take a look at that episode. And my last question for you is what is something that your system is craving right now? What is your system craving? What is it hungry for? Maybe that's rest. Maybe that's play. Maybe that's fun. Maybe that's reading a book. Maybe that's some fresh air and a walk. Maybe that's time with friends. Maybe it's just time to do absolutely nothing at all. But see if you can start to just notice 
those little urges, that bit of longing, that thirst? What is it that your system is craving right now? So that is it for today. If you are interested in the Reset Your Mindset group, we are going to be starting back up in the fall. And I would love for you to check that out and think about joining us. I'll put a link in the show notes here and you can get on the wait list to get all the details. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I will see you next time.